Gotta aim for the top like Hello Yeah I can never doubt myself I know better All of you critics be acting like you know better Here's a fact If you ask yourself that question Does this feed my faith, my family, or my finances And it doesn't If you do that I guarantee it'll, it'll guide your decisions yeah, yeah. No, I'm on my element Ooh, yeah I'm on my element Ooh, yeah Remember how to do this? I don't know, can you teach me? <laughs> yeah, what's up? <laughs> Welcome to the Now Remember Podcast, all things entrepreneurship, people who just take life and kick it square in the ass. I'm your host, Tim Rexius, my beautiful co-host, my wife, Mrs. Brittany Rexius. Hey. Hey. <laughs> wow, mine just really, wow. Okay, yeah. mine was bad. Yeah, don't do that. Okay, should do that again. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> kind of get back to normal here. Um, we did a, I did an episode last week, which will get posted actually this week here in a couple days, uh, trying to get back to some level of normalcy and routine as much as we can. Um, you know, and apologies on that. Like when you're an entrepreneur and you're wearing 65 hats, it all comes down in a pecking order of most important to uh, things you want to do, but you know, don't necessarily pay the bills either. So yep. it's kind of where it's at, like between getting sick and being hurt and all that other kind of stuff. It's been crazy with kids. It's been crazy with work. We had a, the sweets and snacks convention in Chicago. We've been traveling pretty much all over the place. Franchises opening like left and right, which is awesome. Um, but you know, a lot of, a lot of things happening and, uh, but we're trying to get back to it. So, um, big announcements. I kind of mentioned on the last episode that we, we have three minority partners joining in with us with BHI OPP, yeah. which is freaking awesome. And we'll do an announcement episode for that here in a week or two. Once it's all said and done, once the lawyers get done bleeding me dry <laughs> on charging me for every email and phone call, um, I think at this point they're just calling you just so they can. I think they're just making shit more complicated, yeah. so I have to call them. Yeah. So they can charge me twice. <laughs> um, we were charging you for answering the call. Then we're charging you for the time of the call, and then for hanging up, and the then call. for hanging up the call. So um, I spent <laughs> Thanks, more. Craig. I spent more legal fees in the last eight months than I had the last eight years. No shit. So, uh, but you know, but that's I mean, part of it. Well, when you have a company that's got a, a you know a couple hundred million dollar future valuation, no, it's not worth that now. So don't look no. at me. No more loans. I don't need like seventh cousins coming out of the woodwork being like, Hey bro. Like, no, fuck off. So, uh, but you know, it's got potential. The popcorn's got massive mass market potential. And so you have to cross the T's and dot the I's. And even then the brand itself, we're coming out with an entire clinical line, which is going to redefine the bodybuilding and the competitive athlete in just a general health space. Uh, cause this is the best stuff you'll have ever seen in your life. Um, so it's a whole nother skew line for us that we've worked on. We've tested out that one of our new minority owner partners is uh, testing out like literally between blood work and ordering tracking and everything else. It, it's yeah. going to be, it's going to be awesome. Can't wait to launch them all. So anyways, uh, anything you want to add in to the beginning before we jump into some shit? I don't know. I mean, it's still June, so it's uh, princess birthday month. You're welcome. <laughs> it is princess birthday month. And yeah, she makes her kids call her princess mommy. So um, during the month of her birthday, All right, we'll jump into it. Um, you know, some things I've always we've always been fully transparent here. And I think that's what people learn from a business podcast, you know, an entrepreneur's podcast. Like, here's the things that we deal with because it's the stuff that you deal with. Yeah. And even at our size. You know, sometimes it's an emotional thing. Sometimes it's uh, sometimes it's strategic, you know, financial, whatever it is. So let's just get real with it. You know, we found out a company that we sell our VHI brand to in Texas and in Tennessee 
somebody's related to somebody's seventh cousin kind of bullshit that they're going to open a franchise here in Omaha. And so we'd message them months ago and we're like, this is not a good idea. Like we own this market. We were opening three more. We're going to have eight stores in the Metro. I mean, complete nutrition, their $300 million budget went bankrupt here. You know, we're talking a dozen GNCs have closed. We, we kind of own the market just because we've done business right the yeah. last 12 plus years. <laughs> And, oh, yeah, we probably shouldn't open there. No, probably shouldn't. And they lied. They knew exactly where they were opening. And not only in that, the, 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 the store that's doing it, the franchise, apparently knew what they were doing because they restricted me to access on their Instagram. I just was like, I haven't said shit publicly. So now I'm just going to go public because I really don't care. Yeah. Um, they're doing or they're opening it right by our number one location. My original location, I started 12 years ago in the neighborhood that I live in. Now. I don't know who pissed in your Cheerios, but bring I'll it. Be, bring it. <laughs> I've done the work. I'm still doing the work. We are doing the work. We yeah. are like we have literally done in their own plaza. We have done how many ribbon cuttings? We have done how many uh, co-op advertising things with businesses? I'm in that plaza weekly. Um, it's down the street. And then I'm obviously, I live here. Okay. I've ate at all those restaurants. Yeah. You don't live in that neighborhood. You're moving. Like you literally want to go toe to toe with fucking Tyson. Let's fucking go. <laughs> and I don't care. I, it, it, listen, the reason I'm successful is because I never sleep on anybody that's trying to take what I got ever. I am that competitive. And if this was another store, maybe I probably wouldn't be as intense, but this is my fucking neighborhood where I raise our kids. Yeah. This is where I started the first shop. This is where the corporate offices are literally. So you're going to watch this before you open. Great. I've already called every vendor we buy from and they've all said they'll refuse to sell to you. And if anyone in your chain sends it to you, they'll, they'll block your entire chain. I don't fuck around. At all. Now, we've opened stores in other cities where there's other chains that have predominance. So out of respect, I find out where those stores are. Mm -hmm. I follow traffic patterns and I find areas that are underserved that maybe that they're not in. I would never go into somebody else's city where they start a store and put up a shop down the street. Yeah. I find that so goddamn disrespectful. And, and just like, I don't know what I did to you folks to piss you off, but you really want to do this? Cool. I mean, that's that's fine. I just I mean, me as a franchisor, for instance, let's just change the subject. Right. I help people start stores all the time. Yeah. And we look competitively at the map. Where are these other stores? You know, where are these other chains? Hey, you're going to have an issue here because you can't carry these four or five brands that we love to sell because there's another chain there that already has exclusivity. Well, that's us here. Yeah. And we've already got confirmation from every brand that we sell that they won't sell to them. So, okay, cool. Cause we're, you know, we've been loyal. We're very loyal people. We don't cause waves and we don't talk shit. So, but anyways, when we're looking at a franchise, we're doing this one in Phoenix right now. Mm -hmm. um, we, we've done this in, in Ralston right now. We've done this in a lot of areas and I purposely stay away from the other stores. One, it's easier for you to compete because you can get that locale right in that area that is, that is underserved. Yeah. You follow a pattern of a place where there's a grocery store or whatever, or a gym or whatever, depending on your market, your market clientele, you try to fill a space that's not served yet. You don't go next door to the guy that's been doing it for a dozen years who lives in the neighborhood, his corporate offices there and try to steal what I got. I'm well aware of what the fuck you're trying to do. And the, I think the biggest part that kicked us in the ass, and then I think you'll agree with this, is they never had a conversation with us. Yeah. We're literally selling one of our locations down the, down the street another 60 blocks at some point in time. 
um, we could have been welcomed into an exact, an actually profitable, successful franchise company. Yeah. Not one that's brand new, that's randomly testing shit that it's probably going to fail within six months. Because in fact, is I'll never let a franchise open a store that I think is going to be a, a failure. Right. Because we're we're profit last model. Everyone else is profit first. Take the money from you, and if you make it, great. And if you don't, you don't. They don't fucking care. I care. Yeah. And right now, like anybody who knows anything, who done research in this area, would have told you you're going to get your ass kicked. Which means your franchisor didn't give a shit. Being very real about it, they didn't care. And so, for all you entrepreneurs out there looking to, you know, start a franchise or do a franchise, whatever chain, whatever brand it is, do your damn research. Understand. Yeah, sure. Don't expect them to do it for you. But also, like, what kind of person are you dealing with? Yeah. You know, ask all the questions. Hey, do you think I could go against this number one grossing location in eight states for this company that does millions of dollars a year in business with a guy who lives three blocks away, whose corporate office is two blocks away? They probably go, yeah, fuck, that's a bad idea. Yeah. No, they didn't give a shit. And you're trying to steal what I got. So now I'm taking it. I'm personally, I'm personally offended by this because that's, that's my baby. Like that store is one of my kids. I'll be damned. I'll go. I literally will sell shit. For below cost to win. So that's what you got to find out. You get to an entrepreneur that's our size, that's done what we've done. Understand we're willing to do shit you're not willing to do. Yeah. And the funny thing was, and, and I'm sure they're probably a fine couple. I have no idea. I don't know why you, what I did to piss you off, but you, you don't piss me off. So like you're touting, not realizing you didn't do your research. We own the VHI brand. Spartacus is mine. Aileen is mine. EX30 is mine. They're my brainchilds. I invented them for fuck's sake. And you're posting them on your story feed, not realizing that the guy that owns the store up the street you're trying to steal from is the guy who fucking invented it. That means you did no research at all. And you go into business doing no research, that is a very quick path to bankruptcy. No idea. Yeah. In the city of Omaha, what the fuck would make you think you want to compete against us? We own the most popular gym chain. We have the brand. We have the snack food company. We have eight fucking locations in the metro. The entire corporation is based here. We have exclusive rights on damn near every brand there is. Why? You know, it doesn't make any fucking sense. Not at all. The thing that really pissed us off is that people that we know, former employees of ours in Carney, our friends with them, which is fine. Yeah. Liking them and sharing their posts. These are people we've donated money to for Christ's sake. And this is where it like really starts to jab me in the, it just starts to step. Like this has happened in the Carney location several times. Yeah. Well, for whatever reason, like our manager now is killer. He's fu absolutely fucking awesome. Right. We've had managers work for us. And the day after they're done, they go on a new job. They start touting another supplement store. And then one came back and asked for a job. No, <laughs> no, like good God. I mean, I, I feel like the the act of loyalty is is gone for so many people. I, and like, I agree. Loyalty is dead. Are, are old, old souls old when soul. it comes to that, when it comes to the handshake and loyalty. And I mean, just that that connection that you make with somebody who, OK, they they did me a solid. I, they like I'm forever in debt to them. Like, but. Not like, I don't know. I just, I feel like loyalty is is well, not a thing anymore. And that's the thing for us. I think why we've been so well received. Like when I call these vendors and I'm like, Hey, here's what's going on. They're like, it's yours. 
even if it's a brand I don't really push as much anymore, or I don't really push any brands, but that maybe doesn't move as well because we have been so loyal Yeah. because we don't pull bullshit. I don't like rake you over the coals on prices. Like, you know, we have an honest conversation. I'm a dad trying to raise six kids. She's a mom trying to raise six kids. You know, we're just trying to, you know, put food on the table, keep a roof over everyone's heads. Like, trust me, if you have six kids, I don't care how much fucking money you make. You aren't rich. Yeah. You're um, always broke. <laughs> you're always broke. And so we're just doing our thing. Like we're the ones that take all of our vendors. We buy shit from when we send them free swag and we yeah. do all those extra things. And so we've had these relationships in Drents for 12 or 13 years. We have very good. I mean, I'm the president of the chamber of commerce for fuck's sake. You don't go. I mean, it's just, it's just not intelligent what they're doing And the plastic choice is fucking horrible. Yeah. It's going to, I mean, it, it's just for me, I, I, I feel bad for them. I one, they came after me personally, which I don't feel that bad, but I do feel bad that their franchisor did not advise them research. correctly. Yeah. Because this company, this family is going to go bankrupt and they're young. I mean, they can get over it, but seven years. Yeah, it's a, a lot. lot of times if you get a property, they make you co-sign your house. There's a lot of serious shit with this. This is why I do just copious amounts of research between our real estate team, our legal team. Most of my franchisees can't afford the lawyer. So like we, we end up paying for our attorney yeah. to do the lease reviews out of our own pocket. Half of them, I help them. I actually file their LLC for them because they're so damn nervous about it. I don't want to pay a lawyer. So I do it. I can do it for about 186 bucks. Thanks, Rocket Lawyer. Thank you, RocketLawyer.com. Um, <laughs> and I'm a premier member and I've done about what 200 of them yeah and so like uh, but i we go through the whole process and i'm like guys don't do this and every time they don't listen to me guess what happens it doesn't work out well and they end up moving their location or they go up they go under yeah and it's everyone like and it's you know we we, we voice our concerns in the end of the day it's their decision yes but like there'll be sometimes where i'm like listen i won't even sign the franchise agreement if you're going to go do this and we've done that before it's not yeah. worth the money i'm not risking my reputation and my word is my bond loyalty is a thing for us, which is why we're so well received and so well thought of in the industry and in the community, um, you know, but loyalty is just not a thing anymore. And yeah, I guess I maybe like, you know, it sounds like I'm very angry. I am. This is like probably the 30th notch, you know, knock at us on people just being disloyal. And I think I finally just fucking had enough. I really just have had enough. Like in a day, be a person with integrity. Yeah. Be a person with loyalty. These are not dead concepts. I'm sorry they're not trendy right now, but I'm telling you right now, they are fucking timeless. If you treat people like that personally and in business, you will be successful. I guarantee fucking it. The problem is everyone wants a quick buck. Yep. It's only about them. No forethought for the future. Those are the three things right now that are killing people individually on a personal level oh, yeah. and in business. And it doesn't fucking work. It never has worked. It never will work. You know, do yourself a favor. Delete fucking Instagram. <laughs> Quit watching that bullshit. Quit listening to people who don't know crap. Listen, if you find one more meme on Instagram that says, don't have a plan B, true rich, shut that. Tell the dude to fuck off. Delete <laughs> that one. I have a plan B, C, D, E, and F. Oh, wait, on the fucking Z. And if plan A works, guess what? Awesome. I make plan B work too. And plan C. That way I've got... 17 billion kinds of income because that's where it comes with true success. My goal isn't to be where I'm at. My goal is to get F you money. I want fuck you money. <laughs> I do. I'm going to say it. I want fuck you money. We have at least 15 years before so all, the kids all are our gone. kids are grown. And we can fuck you money. Then 
Yeah, maybe. that's my goal. It really isn't a, a certain kind of house or a car or vacation or any of that kind of shit. It's, it's just that ability to, I don't have to do shit unless yeah. I really want to do shit. And I can really tell you what I think of you. This podcast episode right now is getting pretty close to that. So um, be loyal, have integrity. These are not outdated concepts. I guarantee you run your business or run your personal life that way and watch where you go. Have good intentions for everyone else around you. Yeah. That, that's the biggest thing. And I've said that a hundred times. People don't. Yeah. People say they have good and they act like good intentions. But how many times have you and I been used for money? Just used in general. Just I mean, used in general for, for connections. Uh, for easily. It's like, hey, bro, what's the hookup on this? Who are you? <laughs> we, oh, dude, we used to have a paper out together back when we were seven. Can you give me a discount? No. No. Why? Because my kids deserve to eat as much as yours do. Yep. But it's it, before I used to say yes all the time. I've yeah. always been a yes person. I, I and, it, and it's the point. My what did you call me? Uh, what did you call, tell me two days ago when I finally lost my shit? What did you call me? You, you asked me a question. Go, am I just a sucker? And before I get to finish the sentence, she goes, "Yes." <laughs> I'm like, "Whoa!" I didn't even finish. She's like, "Well, I really think I needed to go any further." <laughs> Holy shit. But this is why you have a partner in crime like my wife who's not going to pull any punches. Yeah. Ever. Ever. But I wouldn't change that about you. Like that that characteristic of you, the the always willing to give is one of your number one qualities. And that's what I love about you. I'm also at the you, point now where I'm starting to get burnt out on it. It's starting to cause me stress in ways that are not healthy for me, my family, or my businesses. And I'm just, I'm just done. And that's where I come in because I'm Ice Princess. Sure, Ice Princess. I that was cut. her name when we started dating was Ice Princess because um, it was right. Well, the, the permanent case of resting bitch face did not help that situation. And uh, just you were, you cut people out. Yeah. Like just straight up. And that's where I'm getting to. I really am. Uh, I said it last week. If, if there's someone breeding negativity into your life on a consistent basis, you have to cut them out because it's not, especially as a parent mm -hmm. and as a husband, for me, I bring that home. I can't yeah. help it. I'm empathetic. And so I can't fix me being empathetic, nor do I want to. No. So I'm just going to cut them out. And, and it's the point now, like when I was younger, I felt bad. And so people would get to so use me and use me. I'm at the point now being in your forties. Let me explain how this works. <laughs> it's glorious. The amount of fucks that are given go down to zero. <laughs> I just, there's no, there's just no more fucks given. Should so now all I'm missing while. is, so all I'm missing now is fuck you money. And I got it made. And it really is the point now that my, my, my faith, my, my spouse and my kids and everyone else is after that. Yeah. And if you're going to fuck with those top three, you're gone. Period. And that's yeah. the way it should be. It's the way it needs to be. You know, and I think that people, you know, just part of the whole disloyalty, mm -hmm. you know, they're not loyal to their spouse. They're not loyal to their kids. They're not loyal to their family. They're not loyal to their partners. The agreements that they made. There, there's a movie. Um, Bagger Vance. You ever seen that movie? No. Will Smith. Probably. Matt Damon. It's a golfer tonight. It's right, right in the Great Depression. No, um, probably not. Maybe. Well, the kid, the young boy in the movie, uh, basically was super, was talking to the golfer, which was paid by uh, Matt Damon, and was like, well, why is your head hanging low? Because um, his friend saw his dad sweeping in the streets, like sweeping, you know, being a you know, cleanup janitor, basically. Yeah. Who, you know, before the Great Depression, he had owned a golf store. So the movie's about golf. And... Matt Damon looks at me, he goes, grow up hard. And, he's, and he, he goes, your dad paid back every loan and every single 
contract he had for anyone who do business with him um, instead of filing bankruptcy like every other person in town did. You know, he said, your dad stared adversity in the face and beat it back with the broom. And that's, that's, then that's, you know, I, and it's very telling of that time because that's how most people were. Yeah. And I think we've lost that, you know, like your, your word is your bond. Like loyalty is a thing. A promise is something. A handshake means something. And, you know, I'm at the point now where I'm just not giving sec. I'm, I'm kind of getting over giving second chance. I, I still want to be the person that gives everyone a chance. Yeah. But I no longer want to be the person that gives them 10 or even five or to be perfectly honest to you, three. You get one or two chances with me, which you get one chance with Brittany. So that that's fucking it. But, <laughs> you know, I'm still, you know, slightly more heavenly than you. And, um, <laughs> you know, I'm going to give you two. But after that, like uh, I would lower the guy who would give you a hundred. There are yeah. a lot of people who work for me so much longer than they ever should have worked for me, which cost me money. It cost me, you know, it cost me a lot of finances and time with my kids. And I'm just kind of getting over it. And I think we all have to do that for our lives. We got to keep what's positive and positive energy. It doesn't mean cut people out just because they're going through a rough time. No, no. Be there for people. Be a doorway, not a doormat. Be a doorway to a better life. Be a doorway to more opportunities. Be a doorway to positivity. Yeah. But do not be a doormat that's walked over. Exactly. You know, um, and, and there's a difference. And once you figure it out, shut the fucking door and pull the rug. Yep. That's it. And and that's in in, you know, I'm gonna before I close out here, I'm gonna retrace back. Like, listen, I wish that store all the best of luck. You're going to need it. Sorry, you came into my neighborhood. You are trying to take what I got and it won't happen. Yeah, it won't we will happen. Protect ours. We will protect what's ours. I will lose money for as long as it takes to make sure I win. And it's not just ours. We will protect it's our, our employees. It's our employees and, our employees and the kids families. that they have to feed. They're and families. our vendors that rely on us buying products from them to support their families. And so it's not just Tim and I, it's, no, not, it's just not just our, our personal store. bank account. It is you have a, you everybody have, you have about, who we are loyal to. You have 250 to 300 people right now that rely on us to do our job, to put food on the table for their family and mm-hmm. keep a roof over their head. If you think I'm going to let you come in and take anything from us, it will not fucking happen. It will not absolutely happen. You made a very poor decision. Um, and I guess you'll learn your lesson the hard way. It's just unfortunate. Um, you know, I, I never look at competitors in town and she can attest to this. Yeah. I'm the president of chamber of commerce. I'm in every chamber and every meeting, every center sphere group. I talk to the other store owners here in, in this city, in the Metro all the time. Yeah. I do it in every other city. In fact, I have a competitor. We compete against the Sioux city who has his own brand. Now we don't carry it obviously because we compete against him. But one of my franchisees is his number one accounts up in Mankato. Yeah. And they're like, that's really cool. I'm like, listen, best of luck to you, bro. Simple fact is in a city like Omaha, for instance, you know, we're at what, a million people in the metro? I guarantee there's over five to $10 million a year in the metro spent online for supplements via Amazon or some other bullshit website that none of us get. So there's no reason for us to be competing against each other. And so when I run into these other shop owners at these networking groups and the chamber of commerce that I'm so involved with, we have nothing but, in fact, we, we all have a tendency to bitch about the same topics. It's yeah. kind of nice to have an echo chamber to talk to that's in the same exact chair that you can go roll with ideas. And like if they're a franchise from another brand, which a lot of you should be max muscle owners. Like, I'm like, Hey, what didn't you like? What did you like? And I'm learning as a franchise or myself, how do I want to do this for my franchisees? What are the things I want to do? What are the pitfalls I want to avoid? 
It's all positive. It's the same thing with gym owners. We did a sampling event at Blue Moon Gyms last week in three locations. Got to talk to a bunch of their guys and gals. And I own three gyms. We don't have exactly the same customer base. No. I actually have, I pay for nine memberships at Blue Moon Fitness here in, in, in Omaha. And it's not intercompetitory. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's just not. I We have, I think, we personally have four different gym memberships. Yeah. I haven't seen Tanya at any time fitness up on 156 and Maple down on 10th and Jones in, what, like three years since Cody's wedding, I think. Yeah. I still have a membership <laughs> just in case I ever want to go use it or if we're traveling. Yeah. yeah you know, um, Better Bodies, if they haven't done completely stupid, we probably still have a membership there. You know, half our staff has memberships at Genesis. And I understand Genesis is a huge fan of me, but I really don't fucking care. I have like seven staff members who have memberships at Genesis. Yeah. You have a membership at the YMCA. You used to teach the YMCA. I used to be on the board of directors for the YMCA. Are you following what I'm saying? You do not have to pick a fight with local competition because they're not really competition. We're all fighting the same thing. Yeah. We're all fighting the supply and demand chain. We're all fighting the fucking government. We're all fighting Jeff Bezos and companies like Amazon who don't even pay taxes, who are fucking our industries and screwing up our pricing integrity. We're, you know, that's, that's where we're at. You know, we're as a gym owner, we're fighting the gyms who do it wrong. Mm -hmm. who sign massive contracts who, who take advantage of people who oversell them on training with somebody who's not qualified. We fight that. It's people yeah. who are doing bad in our industry because it ruins the reputation for the industries. That's what we fight. You know, it's funny. Other brands in the supplement industry, like as far as brands that sell, have helped us mm -hmm. grow VHIOPP. Hey, call these guys, talk to this guy. You know why? Because every store like mine has 60 brands. We're not competing against each other. Yeah. We're helping other good people out. I mean, my hat's off to Michael and John Michael and John over at Condemn Labs. They've been instrumental. They've been amazing. You know, I, uh, Mike Gracie, shout out, bro. Like, he's been with like, I don't know how many freaking companies. And he's helped me every step of the way when we started the gym, because mm -hmm. he owned a gym, to the brands, to here's who you want to talk to. And, you know, we go to the Olympia and have a booth. Let me get you that. I'm around a shitload of friends because we have done our business with integrity and we've kept good relationships and they've helped us. Yeah. So not only not intercompetitory, we're all helping each other raise up. Our enemy is the big brands that are made overseas who are not doing it correctly, who are getting busted falsifying their labels. Um, that's our enemy, it's not each other. Yeah. But you know, then you have a store that, I mean, just, that literally in a chain that's literally going to introduce that integrity, you will not win here. It's Nebraska, folks. We have higher morals and values and standards than that. And, and it's just, it's, am I pissed? Yes. Should I be losing sleep over it? Probably not. No. But that's the attitude I take. I never sleep on a competitor. Yeah. Never. I won't. I'll never, I don't take days off, kids. Oh, he's 48. No, I don't take days off. Ask her. I don't. At all. We don't sleep on it. Nope. So when you're open in your first month and you see a 25 foot Rexy's Nutrition inflatable across the street in your neighbor's parking lot, because we've already set up like 17 sampling events of them, understand I come for the fucking belt. I come for the fucking title. I don't like you want to go against Tyson. Go. You can be a friend of me, an enemy.